This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. We've got another guest who is one of the front runners among those working on a vaccine for COVID-19, Innovia Pharmaceuticals. They're a Pennsylvania-based company. The stock's up more than 600% this year. Joining us right now is the president and CEO of Innovio, Dr. Joseph Kim, joining us on the phone in Pennsylvania. Dr. Kim, uh, so delighted to have you here with us. Thank you so much for waiting while we uh, listen to the president. Um, first of all, that headline from Moderna, what's your take on it? Well, I think it's great progress uh, for the field for developing a vaccine, successful vaccine against COVID-19 disease. So there's many companies uh, like Inovio and others who are blazing the trail uh, just in the last six months uh, or so, uh, trying to uh, make history in, in developing uh, several vaccines. Uh, uh, that can be uh, approved to be used uh, both safely and effectively against this uh, horrible pandemic. So tell us where you are and what you've learned so far, Dr. Kim. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we just uh, reported on the preliminary data in our first uh, clinical study involving 40 healthy volunteers uh, in the ages of 18 to 50. Uh, and we demonstrated very strong safety, uh, one of the safest vaccine platforms uh, in this uh, COVID-19 race, and also demonstrating greater than 90% of our participants having uh, strong overall immune responses in a balanced way, both in uh, antibody responses, as well as having T-cell responses, which is another arm of the immune system that is very important for protecting against viral disease. Dr. Kim, when that came out, that was a couple of weeks ago, and your you know, investors certainly reacted to it. A Stiefel analyst said investors are likely to focus on the paucity of information in the release, which may raise more questions than answers. When are you going to publish your peer-reviewed immune response data, and, and where will you, will you publish it? And any update on when larger trials will start here? Yeah, the second part of that question first. So uh, we're looking to start our phase two slash three efficacy trials uh, upon getting regulatory concurrence this summer. So we're still on track uh, for that. Uh, In terms of the phase one data, uh, we are, as we stated, looking forward to publishing it in a peer-reviewed publication, uh, hopefully in the next uh, a few weeks as well. So when you think about the timeline here, Dr. Kim, what is a reasonable timeline to get your first vaccine available for use? And I think everyone wants to know when it will be widely available. Yeah, you know, uh, Inovio as well as other companies are racing against this virus. Uh, to bring a safe and effective vaccine to the public as soon as possible. Uh, That all depends on how well the trials go in phase two and phase three stages. Uh, And demonstrating true efficacy and safety of the vaccine. Uh, The FDA just uh, released a guidance uh, document to the industry, uh, which provides their thoughts on what it's going to require. And, you know, it's certainly as rapidly as we're running 
uh, all of us, uh, there's dozens of companies uh, around the world trying to get the vaccine. Uh, it's going to take some time, but I think uh, there's been a lot of incremental successes in phase one and, and many companies going into phase two, uh, including our plans at Inovio. Is, is a 2020 wide release too much to hope for? Well, I think that's a goal. And that certainly is an aspiration that many of us in the field have. It really depends, and and, and uh, ironically, it also depends on how bad the infection is uh, around us. Uh, you know, that would put a pressure or balance to the the, the uh, benefits and the cost of having uh, a vaccines uh, set of vaccines approved earlier, conditionally. I mean, these are. The things that the FDA and the other policymakers will have to to uh, decide on. Uh, what we focus on at Inovio, and I'm assuming other companies as well, is to execute the next steps in in the development. So next trials, next uh, testing, uh, so that we will be in the proper position to get the vaccines approved uh, through this gauntlet. Uh, you know. It, it typically takes up to 10 years or longer to get a vaccine approved. Right. And everyone started, you know, from from day one at the same place in January. So, you know, we're, we're moving in a historical pace, but right. it's never fast enough uh, because there are people dying every day. You said, though, how bad the infection is around us will determine potentially, I guess, how regulators, how quickly they want to move things along. If we don't see a second surge or if cases seem to die down, does this whole movement of finding a vaccine slow down as well globally? Well, that's, that's a, always a potential, and certainly that will be great for the society. Um, but as we're in the middle of still the first wave, and there's many uh, experts predicting the second wave, all we can do as vaccine developers focus on our objective, which is to test properly the safety and efficacy of the vaccine and be ready uh, when we're called upon. Some of your peers have received larger government funding or significant amount of funding. What about for you guys? Do you see getting any additional funds from the government? Well, I think uh, absolutely. I, I think uh, Inovio has already received uh, extensive external funding uh, from U.S. Department of Defense just recently, a couple of weeks ago, uh, as well as uh, from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and CEPI in the past. Uh, as we advance our program, as we gear up for massive manufacturing readiness uh, of our vaccine, we expect uh, Inovio also to receive commensurate levels of funding support, and certainly U.S. government is a major part of that. So when you think about the nuts and bolts of this, Dr. Kim, I know a lot of people are wondering, is this going to be one shot? Is it going to be two shots? Is this going to be something that we get once and maybe a booster and then we're good to go? Or is this a seasonal thing? What do we know so far, knowing that there's a lot more to learn? What do you know so far? Yes, uh, most likely, I mean, up-to-date information is the natural infection the immune responses wane very quickly. So if you take as any guide, looks like the, the vaccines may have to be dosed and boosted annually. Um, 
So I, I think having a safe vaccine that can be repeatedly dosed over time it becomes even more important. Mm -hmm. Not just the initial dosing, uh, but having a vaccine that can safely treat for several years to come until this pandemic subsides and this infection goes away uh, is something that's very important for us uh, as vaccine developers. And so just so I make sure I understand what you're saying, so you're saying probably two shots once a year? Potentially. Okay. Potentially. Well, at, at certainly the initial, most of the, the vaccines are, are two doses initially. And I could predict that potentially uh, a booster shot every year okay. uh, certainly is a possibility. You know, there's so many of, of you, the biotechs and pharmaceutical companies, going after a vaccine. And the potential certainly is great in terms of how we can deal with this. But it's also, you know, coming up with a a product. And I do wonder how much collaboration versus competition is going on uh, in the community. Well, there's uh, unprecedented levels of collaboration. Big companies, small companies together, uh, collaborating on assays, uh, manufacturing. There's certainly a lot of efforts uh, where we're not competing necessarily with one another. We're actually competing against this virus that's taken so many lives already and, and really no end in sight. So uh, we all realize uh, having multiple successful vaccines uh, on the market is going to be the only way to really control this pandemic and this infection. So I think we all take that at heart and try to collaborate and work together as much as possible. Right. Uh, but th at the end of the day, we're, we're hopeful well, that there will be multiple vaccines that are approved. Just got about 40 seconds. When you say multiple vaccines, because the virus is, there's variations of it. Is that why? Well, there's, there's really no capacity for even the largest vaccine manufacturers to deal with the global demand mm. in the first few years. That's number one. Number two, um, as we have seen, the virus mutates, so there may be advantages of one vaccine over the other. Number three, there may be other advantages of stability of the vaccine, the transportation uh, you know, Inovio's vaccine doesn't have to be kept in a frozen condition. Mm. We can just deliver in a room temperature, which is a huge advantage over other platform vaccines. And lastly, the boosting. So you may need a booster vaccine that can be boosted over and over again. Uh, some vaccines are more poised to do that, like Inovio's vaccine. All right. Well, we really appreciate your time and best of luck. Um, I think it's safe to say we're all counting on you in, in many ways and the great work that you and your colleagues are doing. As you say, dozens of companies uh, fighting this. It's a race against the virus. So we appreciate you. Dr. Joseph Kim, President and CEO of Inovio Pharmaceuticals, joining us on the phone.